Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 4. It says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith unto this grace wherein ye stand, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation, tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And the text verse is that first, first verse, uh, which says, uh, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about this morning the subject of the peace of God. Having the peace of God. And let's have a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we ask that you'd once again be with us. Lord, we ask that you'd bless the service. Lord, please help me as I preach. Lay your hand upon me, I ask. Lord, please be with the folks as they listen. May what is said this morning, Lord, may it be a, a help to them. May it be a, a comfort. As we talk about this, the subject of having peace that comes from you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I'm going to speak on the subject of the peace of God, having the peace of God. You know, as we all, know, all know in this, uh, it seems like the, it's times of uncertainty that we're living in. Uh, you know, I think the, the one thing that most people want is peace. I think there are those, obviously, that are uh, interested in causing problem, causing chaos. But, uh, but the thing is, uh, I think for the most part, we want peace. And uh, in our in our country, and I, I'm sure as as I do, you pray for that, and uh, pray for peace, pray for unity in, in amongst our in our country. But we also want peace, uh, peace of mind, peace peace in our heart. You know, we can we can have the peace of God uh, even when even in the troubled times. Even in the when the uh, all that's the chaos that's going on around our country, we can still as Christians we can have we can have peace. It's available to us, and we're going to look at uh, just a few things regarding uh, the peace of God this morning. You know, He tells us in His Word how we can have peace. We see first that Christ made peace. Christ made peace. Colossians 1.20, uh, it says, and having made peace. Like I said at the beginning, everyone wants peace. You know, <laughs> and uh, they're trying everything they can, uh, uh, they can think of to get peace, to bring peace into their lives. You know, and we all know uh, the government is not the answer. You know, the, the riots, that's not the way to peace. You know, and he's bringing it more, uh, you know, closer home. You know, money can't buy us peace. Anything that we try, uh, you know, try, a, uh, you know, uh, if you do this or you do that, you watch TV and it's like, well, take this, med you know, take these pills and it'll, it'll calm you. There was, I think it was just last night or the night before, it was a, if you drink this, it'll bring you calm. You know, it, I think it's called calm. You know, it's like, like, why? I've never heard of that before. Uh, but, but, you know, I'm sure there are folks that are by because, like, you know what? I'm so uptight. I'm, I'll drink this bottle of calm, and uh, 
give me an extra large call, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, uh, people are doing a lot of things to get peace in their life. And, uh, and the thing is, uh, you know, all those things that the world has to offer, it's temporary at best. But we see that Christ, He made peace by His death on the cross. And we can, we can have peace if we accept that, that free gift of salvation. We have access to that, the peace that He has. What a blessing that is. You know, and I've heard, uh, you probably heard, I've heard preachers say, you know, you know, when we got saved, we, uh, you know, we, uh, we're no longer on our way to hell, we're on our way to heaven. But when we get saved, there's so much more that comes along with that. You know, <laughs> I couldn't help but think, you know, maybe you buy a, especially nowadays, you buy a car. And, uh, you know, it might take you six months to figure out everything that it does. You know, think well. What what's this? And uh, and uh, what you know, uh, uh, you know, what does that button do? Or what you know? But the thing is, you needed a car, but then you found out whatever you know, all the other things that it'll do. But when we got saved, when you, when you trusted Christ, uh, you got salvation, but you got a whole lot more. What do they say? They say uh, on those infomercials, and and wait, there's more. You know, and that's truly the case with salvation. But we see that Christ made peace. But not only that, we see that Christ, He preached peace. In uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 17, And came and preached peace to you. Christ's message, you know, as we know, it was given to the Jew first, but it was also to the Gentile. It's available to all of us. You know, uh, this peace that, that Christ has, it's, uh, it, you know, uh, it's available to all, no matter, uh, to all the races. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what race you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. It's, a, it's available uh, to all ages. Now, the older I get, and I know my dad will be the first one. It's like, why do you say you're old? You know, uh, you know, uh, and he's, he tells me, I was like, why, why do you say you're old? It's like, because I feel old sometimes. And uh, I feel old quite a bit of the time anymore. Uh, but, the, but the idea that, that the older I get, it seems like uh, things up, you might be, you know, don't raise your hand. But uh, things t- uh, tend to irritate you more, get you uptight. And, you, you know, it seems to steal that peace. If we're not careful, but we we can have the peace whether we're uh, whether we're uh, getting older or whether we're young. I mean, uh, there are plenty of young people that are that are uptight and and nervous and don't have peace in their life either. And the thing is, it, it, I think there's one thing that across the board doesn't matter the age. You know, if if you don't have peace, uh, it's something that you desire to have. It doesn't matter how rich you are, how poor you are. You know, I think uh, it seems like uh, folks that don't have a lot, it's like, oh, if I had, if I had money, uh, you know, I wouldn't have to uh, worry about this, and I wouldn't have to be concerned about uh, this being taken care of, that taken care of. And then the poor, the rich folks there, uh, you know, uh, I've met rich folks that are, 
that aren't, don't have peace in their life either. You know, with, with everything, uh, you know, trying to keep a handle on everything. It doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank either. But we know that all that hear God's word and believe it, they can receive that peace of God. It's available to them. Christ preached peace. And not only that, did he, he preach peace? Christ gives peace. He gives it. John 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. As I said before, the, the, the peace that the world has, it only lasts for just a few moments. You know, it lasts a few moments at best. Uh, I was reminded of the verse, um, was it uh, the, the pleasures of sin for a season, if you will. But the peace of God is what the world needs. You know, quite frankly, uh, it, it, that's what I need. I want the peace of God. And I'm sure that you do too. We have it available to us. And what a blessing, those of us that, that have experienced that peace of God, what a blessing. You know, it's one of those things, you know, oh, the peace of God, what, you know, uh, well, that sounds nice. But until you experience it, you don't really understand it all. But then once you've experienced it, you realize what, what a treasure it is. You know, when, when you're, uh, you know, when you can't sleep at night, when you're, when you're going through a valley and you can still have that peace of God. You know what? I, it's, it's something that, that uh, you know, you can't put a price on. And you, you know what? And you wouldn't trade it for the world once you've experienced it. Before you experience it, you probably think, well, you know, well, I, you know the peace of God, why well, I've... You know, I've tried peace and, you know, uh, tried to uh, <laughs> deal with it through this or money or, or uh, entertainment or whatever it is. The world, the world has many different ways to try to uh, mask their pain or cover it or uh, whether it be through uh, drugs or alcohol or, or just pleasures or just <laughs> whatever it may be, throwing money at the problem. But the thing is, we see that uh, he, he preached peace and Christ gives peace. That we see that, like I said, it only lasts for just a few moments, chasing the world's peace. And what it, it leaves you wanting more. But the peace of God is what the world needs. You know, it, that peace of God, it can solve uh, the world's problems. It can solve uh, problems in a church. You know what? It can solve problems in our families' homes. The idea that, you know, and you talk about uh, peace-solving family problems. But you think about, I, I, somebody mentioned, I think, last week or so, with everything that's going on with the, 
the COVIDs and the riots and everything. And uh, it, how they, it, they, they, they brought up the point, and I think I had thought it before. I'm sure I had. Uh, the fact that, uh, you know, it seems like everyone's on, just they're on edge. You know, uh, you know, we're going along and everything's okay, but it it seems like it doesn't take anything. Just maybe I'm just talking about myself. It doesn't seem to take anything. You know, one little problem and it just sets you off. I heard uh, he said uh, the fellow said how how many of you in the last couple of weeks uh, you may, maybe you snap something was said and you snapped at your spouse or a child or or even your pet. And then looking, you know, then a few minutes later, looking back on it, he, he, he said, you, you look back on it and you say, say, well, why did I get all upset about that? And I think, and, and when he said that, it was like, well, he was like, well, yeah, that's, I've thought that too. It was like, it, it seems like everyone's edgy. But the thing is, we can have peace. We can have the peace of God. It's available to us, and it, it is what will help us in our Christian life. It's, a, it's not just for a few moments. It, it's, a, it's a true, it's a lasting peace that we can have. Because Christ gives peace. See, it, it's a peace that's it's not earned. It can't be purchased. But it's a peace that's available to God's children. What a blessing that is! We we can uh, go to Him, and we can uh, we can have this this peace is available to us. And I believe now more than ever, at least in our lifetimes or recent years, uh, we need this peace. We see we see next Christ is our peace. Christ is our peace. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14, for He is our peace. He is our peace. We see, but, you know, uh, we, in a, in a, as, as I was speaking, you say, well, you know what, that's right. We need peace. And we need God's peace. Not just what you know, whatever the world uh, tries to brand as peace. We need we need the peace of God. That true peace. I wrote down three different ways, three three things that could, it's not three different ways. It's three, it's one way. It goes together. Three things that that to get that peace, to have that peace. We see number one, uh, the first way. The first step would be give him your heart. Give him your heart in salvation. Those of us that are saved, we know that 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 step of accepting that free gift of salvation is that first is is that first step of getting that peace of God. When we realize we're sinners, and we realize there's a price for that sin that needs to be paid, 
And we realize that, that Jesus paid that price when He lived a perfect, came down and lived a perfect life, died on the cross and rose the third day. And we turn to Him and accept His free gift of salvation. That would be the first step, getting salvation. And I've said it before, you know, the, the world, they like to say, well, we're all God's children. And, and, and the thing is, yeah, that sounds good, but that's not true. Yes, uh, <laughs> he, wants, uh, uh, he, he, he wants us all to be saved. There's, he, to, to be saved, there's no, there's no doubt there. But the fact is, only those that have trusted him are his children. And you know what? That's not to be mean, not said to be mean or hateful to those that are lost. I wouldn't do that for the world. I want them to be saved too, as I know you do also. But the first step to having that peace of God is salvation. It just is uh, the lost don't have, uh, <laughs> they're, they're on their way to hell. They don't have, there's no way to heaven for them without, before they get saved. They can't have that peace of God before they're saved either. So we give them your hearts and salvation. But then not only that, we need to give them your life in service. Give them your life in service. You say, well, in service, do you mean every, all of us need to be pastors or missionaries? Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. If, I heard one preacher say, "If everyone was a was a preacher, who would go to hear him?" You know, and uh, I thought, well, he made a point there. And uh, uh, but the thing is, uh, in serve, serve him with your life. Put him first. In whatever you're doing, you need to put him first. Is there anything that you put before God in your life? If you, if there is, then you need to change that. We need to put him first. Have a desire to uh, to <laughs> to follow, find his will for your life. What he has for you to do. He has a he has a will for each and every one of us. Are we willing to give up our will, our desires, and put him first? We need to give him your heart and salvation. Give him your life and service. But you know what? The the, the third thing is we need to give Him your concerns in supplication. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. We need to give Him your concerns in supplication. I wrote down also, tell Him first. In service, we need to put Him first. In prayer, we need to tell Him first. You know what? There, there is no one uh, on the internet, on social media that can help you more than the Lord can. 
You know, the idea that, you know, uh, I'm going to post this. And I'm not against some of it. Some of it, a little bit. And uh, <laughs> probably more than I'm. I missed the whole computer thing. I was a little, old, little older. My brother started dabbling with a Commodore 64, and uh, and uh, uh, but I never got into computers, and I never got into social media. You know, I don't know. In a, but when I was 10 years old, I didn't have cell phone either. You know. But the thing is, uh, so I understand some of it, and I'm not beating on anyone that uses it. But the but the fact is, you know, but folks want to uh, they put a lot of stuff out there that doesn't doesn't amount to anything. It just seems like I need somebody to look at me, you know, you know. Uh, but the, but the thing is, uh, if, if we really want. That peace of God. We need to we need to take our supplications to Him. I've said it before. Maybe you have friends that that want even they they care and they want to help you. But you know what? There are many times they there's nothing they can do. But we do have a friend that can help, and we need to take take them to Him. We need to give Him your heart, give Him your life, give Him your concerns. Like I said, tell him first. Tell, <laughs> is it not seem silly to, to tell everyone else, but not tell someone that can actually do something about it? And those of us that are saved, we, uh, we don't even have to, it should be as a, a no-brainer. We got somebody that, that, that knows our situation, knows our problem, cares about us, and can do something about it. You know, right there, we got it all right there. What do you say? One-stop shopping right there. We can take it to the Lord, and He cares about us, and He wants to help, and He can help. We've also, we all agree, we, we want the, uh, the peace of God. And those of us that are saved have access to it. If we just uh, live a life that's pleasing to Him, serve, serve Him, and we can take, take our problems to Him. You know what? It doesn't matter how small they are. It doesn't matter how big they are. He still want, He's there and He wants to help us. And if you're here today and you don't, you're not uh, one of His children, you've never been saved, you've never uh, called on Him and asked Him uh, and accepted that free gift of salvation, let today be the day that you trust Him and that you too can have access to that peace of God, that true, true peace, that lasting peace. That I was speaking about. There's nothing like it. Once you experience it, there's nothing like it. And once you've experienced it, there, there's nothing you'd trade for it. You know, if you've ever experienced a, a sleepless night because you're troubled over something, and then <laughs> and then and, and experience that, and then maybe uh, down the road experience another one and taking it to the Lord. And he's giving you that peace. You know, you know what I'm talking about, and you know that it's priceless, and you can have it too. If we just, uh, if we we're, we're one of his children, and we have a desire to follow him, and we take our problems to him, we can have the peace of God in our lives.